Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And this is Tiana. Lil T. This is my sister's dog that's been here for a very long time. And uh, she's being a little clingy tonight. So she followed around and uh, she got a haircut. Welcome. Yeah, she's traumatized <laughs> by the haircut, apparently. So, so don't forget the bath. She got a bath. She got too. a bath. Yes, there you go. I'm so sorry. Yes. Tea. So uh, you might hear her. You might not. We will see. She does make a lot of noise. She's an interesting. She like makes grunts and stuff. Like she's, she's very. a Muppet. She's very Muppety. I, I would actually say she's very much like uh, Gonzo. Oh, she's Gonzo. Yes. Like she's the one that would go to the moon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She would and and be like, oh, okay. Like she's and she'd be friends with chickens. Well, and she dives headfirst into things and yeah. she's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. That's a pond. I'm gonna look at the fish until I fall in. It's fine. I was gonna say, she doesn't want to eat the fish. She just, she just wants just, to look at them. She just wants to look at them. Yes. But uh yeah. anyway, she's my friend. What should people do, Katie? Just go to geekscore.live and tell us how cute you think Tiana is. Also, make your guesses about how old she is, because I guarantee you none of you will get it right. Well, now they might. I don't think they'll get it right. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, also, if you've got any Disney trips coming up, make sure to stop by Mouseways Travel and have them book them for you. It's a free service. They take care of the details so that you can just take care of having fun. And you can do that at mouseways.com slash dapsmagic. All right. It is a big night tonight. It didn't look like it 24 hours ago, but this morning things just started rolling out, and which it just often happens. It's a good thing Geeks here. Corner is on Tuesdays because I feel Tuesdays like it's always a big news day. Tuesday news, and day. Um, I was actually texting a friend yesterday. I'm like, tomorrow's gonna be the day, mm -hmm. and and what I meant by that is like either we're gonna get an announcement about Bob Chapek getting an extension mm -hmm. of his contract, or there's not gonna be one this week. In which case. It could be never or months. Mm -hmm. um, I had a feeling there was going to be some sort of an ex extension, but uh, we learned today that indeed there is an extension for CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Chapek, and that extension is for three years, which puts him as CEO of the Walt Disney Company through 2025. Now, um, what do you what do you think about this? Good for Bob Chapek, honestly. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Absolutely. Um, I'm also going back. Launching a new ship, getting an extension of your contract. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, go grab the champagne and mm -hmm. break it on the ship. Um, but it was just so funny, the things that I have like read this week. Um, there was somebody last night in Epcot who ran into Josh tomorrow and Bob Chapek. And all she had to say was lovely things about how Bob Chapek was so invested in the conversation and was so um, involved, basically, in everything that she had to say and other things about how Bob Chapek has done a lot for Disney cast members and employees and all of those things. And I think that I truly believe this. And maybe, maybe you can all say whatever you want about comments, me. comments. No, I, <laughs> I don't even know where you're going. I'm I think like... that he's truly a very good hearted man. I just don't think that he knows how to express it in a public way. That's possible. I, I don't know. Like one way or the other. I think um, as everybody does, he has his pros and his cons. Um, the pros being as he knows how to make decisions based off facts. Yeah. Um, I think he's done a very good job with Disney Plus. Um, sometimes I haven't liked the decisions. In fact, quite a few times I haven't liked the decisions, like not having Luca and yeah. Soul. And like some of these really beautiful movies go to the big screen. Um, but on the flip side, as we look at how um, Lightyear has been performing, maybe he's got some smarts going on there because in um, Encanto. 
Like you think Encanto did fine in theaters, but then when it got to Disney Plus, that's really where it took off. And um, I think there's something to be said there about they kind of built a an expectation from brand awareness of, oh, yeah, these are going to be on Disney Plus. And now, especially, we're kind of in another spike. Well, and you do have to wonder if that's what's hurting Lightyear. Is they're like, oh, I'll just wait for it to get on Disney Plus yeah. in, what is it, 45 well, days or whatever? Between that and the current spike we're in, there's a lot of families. And it's kind of the same thing that happened with Encanto. We were in a spike when that was in theaters. People didn't want to go out and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they weren't comfortable with it. And then it came to home. And yep. they were like, cool, we can put this, this is on safe. Repeat. This is comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a new movie my kids haven't seen before. Yeah. And it was a hick, so it made it more accessible. And I think there was that aspect of kind of making the brand something for home entertainment. Um, it, it'd be, here's a great, remember the all uh, direct-to-VHS like sequels? Oh, you mean the ones that came from uh, current or then president of, uh, I think it was Buena Vista or whatever, Bob Chapek? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Where if you had put The Little Mermaid 2 into theaters, everyone would have been confused. They're like, no, this is supposed to go to VHS. Yeah. They wouldn't have gone to theaters to see it. Yes. Those were directed home release. Anyway. It is interesting because Bob Chapek was a part of those. And I think there were some wins and losses with those. Um, And I think we could say that in general for most of the last two years that he's been CEO. Mm -hmm. And um, and I I think to be fair... He's had some things he's done right. He's mm-hmm. also had some misses and some missteps. And I think uh, my biggest, I think, criticism, probably justly of this, is is he's not diplomatic in terms of what is the perception of the public. Yeah. And he might be a fantastic guy. Um, I haven't gotten to meet him, so I don't know. I would love to interview you, Mr. Uh, Chapek. Yes, I, I would. You know, Andreas Deja last week. You never know. Sky's the limit. But no, I I would love to have an an honest, um, you know, very, you know, just tell me about your Disney history, your love of Disney, what Mm -hmm. Disney, like nothing deep, just a let's get to know you because I really feel like we haven't gotten to know him as a person. Like, like, what is he like? Is he is he a father? Like, I think I remember reading somewhere he is, but we we just don't know. This is. I don't want to sit here and brag about how well Mr. Daps interviews people. You guys already know that. Um, but I go back to uh, when we had Brett Iwin on Geek's Corner. And we have previously had Brett Iwin on Daps Cast. May it rest in peace. Um, and he told the whole story about how he became Mickey Mouse. And here, it was just a fun story of like, what do you like on your pizza? Mm-hmm. What do you do for fun? Yep. Um, all the things that Brett was very excited to talk about. Because obviously, there's always the stories of like, Here's why I went to Disney. Here's how well, this and that's happened. what I'd like to do is just a no agenda. Hey, what are you passionate about? Tell yeah. me what excites you. Um, because I just think we'd all, if we got to know him better, we might understand the decisions that are being made a little bit better. And and maybe it would make more sense. Like, I don't think they've done a great job of articulating what's great about the Disneyland app and reservations. Mm-hmm. I, agree. Um, I will say on the flip side, I got a reservation to go to Disneyland today. I went in, saw the uh, flag retreat with the All-American College Band. And you know what? The middle of June, and I'm betting through the next month, it's looking pretty good for uh, for having the highest level magic key. And and so I think there are some perks and 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 um, some not some great things that we've seen. And perhaps part of it is we just don't know the why behind some of the decisions that are being made. And if those were were communicated more clearly, we might be like, oh, this is why 
I'm okay with this, mm -hmm. or maybe this is why, and I'm not okay with this. Um, you know, it, and that's okay. I just feel like we're not getting a complete picture or we're not getting the same picture necessarily that the board is seeing when they unanimously yeah. re-up him for three years. And, um, and, and since that announcement came out today, I've definitely been thinking, I'm like, all right, so, uh, you know, you have this very vocal group of people that definitely are not a fan of, of Mr. Chapek. You've mm -hmm. got, um, clearly another group that's maybe not as vocal that clearly are a fan of Bob Chapek because they're, you know, they're following his leadership. They're, Tiana just did something. Um, but they're, they're re-upping his contract. They're, you know, there's not, there's not a bunch of stockholders saying, you know, Hey, let's get rid of yeah. Chapek. There's a few, but not nothing like save Disney 15 years ago, 16 years ago, whatever that was. And um, that was, was that not 20 years ago? Maybe. I thought I it was 2002. You're probably right. But um, but it's interesting to watch this play out. And and this might not be the the most popular opinion, but I do have to like as I was sitting there, I'm like, well, they rehired the guy for a reason. Um, like what what's what's next? Where is this going? Yeah. What is the vision for this? And and so it'll be really interesting to see. And I think that's 20 years ago. Thank you, Clocky. Um, I, I think I think that's the thing I would like to see as we're moving forward is we've seen him get the company through and survive in one piece, a mm -hmm. pandemic. Mm -hmm. So he gets a hat tip for that. Um, Disney plus is ahead of projections from when they launched it. So something right is going there. Mm -hmm. um, he's, I think I really enjoy Josh DeMauro. Like I've, I've had really good experiences talking with him. Um, he's put him instead in front of, uh, or in charge of Disney parks, experiences and products. Mm -hmm. Great. We have a lot of good movies that we've enjoyed. Mm -hmm. coming in, like that have come out in the last couple of years, whether it's Pixar, whether it's Encanto, so animation studios, whether it's uh, Marvel, Star Wars, we just got Obi-Wan Kenobi. So clearly something is happening even on the creative realm because we got the Mandalorian. We got, which we could say Bob Iger greenlit that. That's fine. But Obi-Wan Kenobi was sooner than that or more recent. And, and we've had all of these different uh, Marvel shows that continue to be really good. And, and so um, I think the big miss that we often see is, is the prices are going up. Prices are going up everywhere. Like mm -hmm. milk and eggs are more expensive now. Gas is way more expensive now. You know, that's not just Disney. Uh, <laughs> um, we're seeing the reservations thing. I think that's a fair criticism. Um, on the flip side, I think there's also a a balance that comes with that. That's, that's kind of an interesting thing of, of not having the yo-yo effect of like really busy to not busy at all. And and I think a lot of us annual pass holders previously, and now magic key holders really liked that not busy at all, but it also doesn't make Disney a lot of money hmm. and it is a for-profit organization. So I do have to be like, uh, okay, me selfishly miss that. Um, but today, even though it was 90 something degrees, it was nice to be a little bit empty you know yeah. like it was and sunday was very empty too it was great and and maybe the all of those old downtimes are now just crammed into six weeks from the mid june through the end of july well and something that i have noticed actually more and it's it's actually very interesting to me is that there are all these people that now cannot get reservations because they're past their blocked out or what have you downtown disney is slammed yeah people that's true come to downtown disney um, and they have like their birthday buttons because this is the place they're celebrating their birthday. Well, and that's what they... we did before the parks were open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, they can't get to the parks. So now it's yeah. 
um, they're celebrating at downtown Disney. And I mean, there's a decent amount to do. Like you can shop, you can eat lunch, you can eat dinner, you can. Yeah. Uh, Tiana, please go away. You're very slobbery. Um, but <laughs> she didn't hear you. But it's fine. She doesn't listen very well. Uh, but I think that's also a very interesting impact is that downtown Disney. It balances out the resort. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it is really interesting too because I do think there's things that I personally am like, eh, I like the old way better. Mm-hmm. And and that's just being honest. Like I liked being able to walk in at any given moment. That's and I liked um, not have like I almost forgot to get a reservation today. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go in and film the college mm-hmm. band. And then at like 10 this morning, I was like, oh, I should probably get get a reservation we're so so used to college band season being like oh let's just jump in yeah um and then and then on the flip side though i do remember when there was a very real um threat of comcast purchasing disney and splitting it up Mm -hmm. and and that to me is the worst case of everything Mm -hmm. and and i i don't know what the future is going to be like but he hasn't gotten us to that yet and he may never like I, I actually think that when you look at the numbers the way they are um, on the flip side, what I think could be better is is I would like to see a little bit more um, hospitality focus. Like, I think there's really good like, hey, these are the perks we're giving you like physical perks, physical time, like a lot of uh, spreadsheet stuff looks really good. Um, I do think that the hospitality portion of approach of like, and part of that's just the communication of, of what we're doing mm-hmm. um, could be probably better. And, and um, you know, it's only been six months since Bob Iger officially retired. Yeah, six months. So we're really starting to get to know what Bob Chapek, the leader is going to look like mm-hmm. on his own. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. And as he builds his own team and which seems like he's getting there and, and whatever. So I would say the jury's out. Yeah, but I, Disney still Disney. Yes, and I will say, just to move on from this topic, we've okay. been talking for 15 minutes. Good for us. I'm not going to talk about spoilers, but you brought up Kenobi. That finale was so good. It was really good. <laughs> and I very much hope they don't give a season two. This actually isn't our on our agenda. I'm going a little crazy, um, but I really hope we don't get a season two of Kenobi because I think it wrapped up beautifully. And I do want a season two of Kenobi. Really? Yes, because the the guy who wrote the first screenplay for when it was going to be a trilogy of movies talked about the different phases of where Obi-Wan Kenobi needs to go to where he ends up in, a new, ends up in a new hope. And I think there's room for storytelling there. I just, I love. I don't it. want him to mess it up. But yeah, I loved it. I thought it was perfect. Um, my Twitter is not spoiler free. So be careful if you have not watched dun, 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 it. Dun. Um, I was so blown away by that series. Um, yeah, there was going to be a Kenobi movie at one point, Clocky, and uh, it got turned into a series just as uh, Boba Fett did as well. It was called Kenobi. There you Subline. go. Subline. Hello there. Hello there. In every season. Uh, all right, we're going to move right along. Uh, Harmonious Live came out. Actually, it was a week ago tonight, and ah. uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we hadn't seen it yet due to we were following the opening day of the uh Disneyland Resort All-American College Band, which we continue to post more videos of and we'll have more up by the end of the week. But uh, don't miss any of those. But Harmonious Live was a very pleasant surprise because I was kind of expecting a regurgitation of the live Harmonious from a year. Was it a year and a half ago? Almost two years ago now. And um, and I was like, okay, I, I feel like I've seen this. I've been there, done that. And 
honestly, within a few minutes of it starting, I was like, oh, this is different. I'm engaged. And then as you watched it, it's really not harmonious. It's yeah. the entertainment of her. Like it's the... I was going to say, if you've never seen Harmonious before, I would not recommend this as your first watch into it. See, and I would say the exact opposite. If you've never seen <laughs> Harmonious before. Tonight. Yeah, that's good. Um, if you better for television. My first thought after seeing this was, I wish this is what they'd shown a year and a half ago instead of just the live stream of it, because I feel like it really opened up the cultural component that wasn't mm -hmm. communicated um, quite as well. Communication again, maybe they should hire me to, to do communication, corporate communications, be like, hey, here's a story, because Disney's a story company. Here's um, a story. Yeah. <laughs> of a man named JPEG. <laughs> of a man named JPEG, that's what I was doing. Um, <laughs> Um, but no, I, I loved the different cultures you saw, the different people, the different personalities, like there's so many different performance personalities. And then what's it, Ali? I can't always say, I never can say her name. Ali. Ali. Uh, it's close, close. Say it again. Ali. Ali. Uh, sure. Okay. You're not close, but that's fine. I'm trying. You are. Anyway, I thought she was fantastic in narration mm -hmm. and I thought it provided so much context to the to the show that it was like it was just so well, enjoyable she's very poised mm -hmm. she carries herself incredibly well um it was something that i thought was very funny because idina menzel originated roll of elphaba on broadway did yeah. it for many years she's done everything um she was in Elsa, rent she was in frozen she was in rent yeah all these things she was nervous and shaking like a leaf yeah and then you have this 18 or 19 year old girl come along and she's so calm and poised. She gave me Julie Andrews vibes. Very like, much. Like very just regal. Uh, yeah. Royal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved seeing the different instruments, the different singers. Um, it really wasn't as much about fireworks and projections mm -hmm. as much about the people. Speaking <laughs> of fireworks, I could not have, I don't know if you heard that, but a that firework just went out. Rather funny. That, that was, was awesome. Funny. Um, but no, I thought it was a fantastic showcase of what was behind the show. Yeah. And the show ended up being behind the entertainers, which was great. Well, and I think that, like you've said, they highlighted the cultural aspect of, of Harmonious so well. Yeah. Um, and that's what's always drawn Harmonious, like drawn myself to Harmonious is um, the cultural aspect of it. And getting to hear so many and guests um, from around the world get excited when yep. they see their culture represented. Um, and so to see truly and physically the cultures be represented from people around the world and singing in their language, it was gorgeous. Um, and I really, really loved it. And I also love that it is now on demand on Disney Plus that we can just watch it whenever we want. And I've already watched it a couple times. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed Harmonious in the first place. But um, um, I do think it's interesting because I think if I were in charge, I would play like... I would somehow, I don't, I'm trying to think how you do this. I would lean into the cultural component and back away from the animated component because I loved the connection of hearing, you know, these different cultures sing these different Disney songs and the music carried the whole thing and mm -hmm. the fireworks were just, I don't know, frosting. And, and there, there's a couple moments where you're like, Hey, that's nice animation. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you need the giant tacos. I wish there was a mechanism that they were not visible in the daytime. Honestly, though, imagine that show, but with the world of color technology. And yeah. I think to me, that's the, if I were in charge, like armchair Imagineering, that's what I would have done or would do 
is be like, hey, you know what? Let's let's not disrupt the view during the day and instead have either, you know, water rays or mm -hmm. a platform rays and use water screens work really well. And, and in the technology now, because I, I was going to say when World of Color debuted 11 years ago, is that what it was? Something like that. Uh, 10 years ago. Was it 2011? I thought it was 20. Yeah, it was before. It, it might have been 2010. Yeah. Anyway. 11 or 12 years ago. Water screens weren't amazing when World of Color debuted. It was good. It they was still blew our mind, though. Um, they did. But now they're very clean. They're very crisp. You can tell what's going Look on. Look at Phantasmic now. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. kind of what I was thinking is because yeah. I haven't seen World of Color since it came back. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not crying. Um, But they do it so well that to me, something like, what do you call it? Uh, The circle. You Stargate. Um, oh, yeah. Things like that. <laughs> I was like, you call it something. <laughs> yes. Things like that are now inexcusable. And I think that to be completely fair, most people only hate Harmonious because of those. If those weren't there, I think people would go. Well, it's, it's why I filmed you walking into World, you know, like, or like, hey, we're walking into World Showcase. Let's, uh, let's film Katie seeing these for the first time. Because it is, it's, it's jarring and it's shocking. And, and um, it takes away a lot of your World Showcase experience. Because you can't go anywhere without seeing them. But I would love to see the show without them and I see agree. the difference. I, I think the one difference I might make is actually the Stargate. Like keep the Stargate, get rid of everything else. Really? Maybe. I'm mm -hmm. not I'm not completely. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see fireworks, projections, and and that be that for that. Um, another water body that got a change this week was the submarine lagoon at Disneyland where Hank, the, what is it? The Septipus? Yeah. Yes. Is now found underneath the monorail. And uh, I went in and saw him in person today and he's pretty adorable. Yeah. And what do you think of this addition to uh, the submarine? I think it's cute. Honestly. Um, I like Hank. Finding Nori was not the best Pixar movie to ever happen. Um, but I think that Hank is a very likable character. Also Hank, exists in turtle talk with crush um so i think to have that cool if he just disappeared that's kind of what i was yeah. thinking so i had a couple questions because mm -hmm. i've only seen brief video he's a static figure yes, yes. okay yes. so he's a static figure um and did he replace the seagulls or are the seagulls still there no seagulls are still there okay and uh and he's over on the other half of the lagoon towards the back more so it's kind of like just before the submarines go under the monorail yes so I will say the other thing is that I I don't love Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. It's not my favorite attraction. It's very tight. It's very warm. It's so good. sweaty. It's not my. It's also long. It's it's just not my favorite thing. Okay. It's so. Good. I'm sorry. It's not my favorite thing. I like it. But I love the aesthetics of the attraction. I love how beautiful the water is. I love how calm. I love how it feels like you're actually going deep under the sea. Yeah. Well, I was saying like when you stand yeah. back and just watch Oh, okay. The you, you, yeah, got it. Um, and I think that Hank, um, especially when they have that nighttime colors um, they kind of put up in the water, he complements all of that color palette very nicely. It will be interesting to see what he looks like and how he's lit at night because mm -hmm. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe I'll look on Sunday. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the edition. I like, like the whole thing looks beautiful and clean and pristine and mm -hmm. vibrant. So um, it'll be fun to go back on that attraction in July. I think the 25th off the top of my head. Um, but uh, we will definitely have video of that up as quickly as we possibly can. 
Yes, it is still better than The Good Dinosaur in Cars 2, but stick around for Geek's Corner Plus to find out where Cars 2 is on my Pixar ranking. Because it's higher than you expect it to be. I would say Cars 2 is better. Um, than Finding Dory? Yeah. We're going to talk about this during Geek's Corner Plus. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. There is uh, a train coming back to the Walt Disney World Resort, and there is one that's not arriving at all. Um, if you've been following the progress of the Tron light cycle, you've been seeing that the train track and tunnel is going in, and it looks like there might be a train coming back soon, which I think is great because that's one of my favorite things at Magic Kingdom. I've um, never done the Grand Central What tour. is not happening, though, is the Brightline Railway is not coming to Disney Springs. It is instead going over to basically where Epic Universe is going to be on, uh, what is it, I... I-4? International Drive. Oh, International Drive. I-Drive. And, uh, and that was announced this week. What do you think about basically Universal getting a train and Walt Disney World not? Sounds like... Sorry, this is a very Disney-centric show. I'm going to say it anyway. Sounds like Universal fought harder for it, to be completely honest. Um, they are giving 13 acres of land for yes. a station. It sounds like that's something that Disney either was not able to do or was not willing to do. Um, it sounds less about um, Disney canceling it and Disney just saying, you know what, this the cons are now outweighing the I don't think Disney us. canceled it. They just recognized that it wasn't happening. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think that it was just things started outweigh each other. Um, but I will say great for Universal. The bummer here is now there is no Magical Express <laughs> and there is no train. And I totally out. do think that is the bummer. Um, I think the win of this, though, is I feel like competition always breeds innovation. And, and so I do think with you've got Epic universe coming you've got this train thing coming and i do think as universal continues to push things there we're going to get some really cool stuff at walt disney world i agree and and in the past when universal has pushed things there it has led to good things at uh, walt disney world as well so i'm excited to see um what disney comes up with and i hope i hope we hear some of it at uh, d23 expo well, i think that'll be a lot of fun and i'm just a theme park enthusiast like i just i really enjoy theme parks um, I mean, I, I worked at one for two years. Like, <laughs> that's how much I love um, theme and amusement parks. So anything that gets the guest a better experience, I'm like... Which competition does. Yeah, I, I think yep. it's very exciting. Um, and I don't want any one enterprise to have a monopoly on uh, yep. the theme park industry. So yep. I think it's really cool. And I think that we are only going to benefit. From I hope so. Competition. And, and I would like to see easier ways for the guests to get to Walt Disney World because I do think that's a challenge, but we do have the minivans coming back. Mm -hmm. um, I just think, I think the real challenge is going to be, and this isn't uh, Universal, Disney, anybody else, it's the whole industry right now, is with the way everything is more expensive and like it's just harder to go places now. I was up in the Bay Area last week and um, everywhere I went, I noticed that other times I've been there at not peak times, mm -hmm. there's been more tourists. Yeah. And it really surprised me whether it was San Francisco, Santa Cruz, now Disneyland. It does feel like there's fewer tourists out and about. And, and so when you're making it harder to get into places like Walt Disney World or whatever, um, I do think anything you can do to lower that entry bar is probably a win. So it'll be interesting to see if um, if there's some more solutions that come in the near future. All right. Final story. Hocus Pocus 2. There is a new trailer. There's the only trailer, actually. Um, but it was released this morning. We have both seen it. Katie, what do you think of Hocus Pocus 2? 
judging by this trailer. I think it looks really fun. Um, honestly, and I, this, how long has it been since Hocus Pocus came out? 29 years. 29 years. I think that's what I read. <laughs> the Sanderson sisters all look amazing. Yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah. I was like, wow. They look incredible. They look and sound um, very good. This is one of those things where I don't want to be morbid, but I'm glad that they got this reunion together before anyone passed yeah. away. Yeah, because you can't replace any of them. No. Um, it would not have been the same if it was only two of three or what have you. So Well, and I like that it has the right feel. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like a continuation of the original, which I feel like Disney and some other people have done really well lately. And um, but it felt right. It was a little bit self-referential. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's acknowledging what happened in the past and moving it forward. And, and it's not like a wink, wink, nod, nod. It's just a, Hey, this is here. You're either going to get it or you're not. We're mm -hmm. going to keep this moving. Um, which I thought was a lot of fun. Um, I'm curious if there will be musical components because it already seems to imply that there might be, um, just with the one line in the, yeah. in the trailer. And I also, I mean, I hope there is, I, I, I want a new, I don't know what the song would be. And maybe it's, they, they sing, I put a spell on you again. I don't again? know. Yeah. Um, maybe that's it. But... I will say I'm just a spooky little Halloween girl and I, Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's, it doesn't help that I'm a, a fall baby. So my birthday is in October. So Halloween to me means my birthday, but I just love Halloween things. I love spooky things. I love macabre, um, all of those things. And so this is just, it's it's hitting all the right notes for me. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. September 30th, Disney Plus. Maybe it'll even be a, uh, a Daps watch and we'll get to watch it together. Because that we'll can be kind of we'll fun. light a candle. That's always a good idea. No, and but it felt right. Yeah. Everything felt right. And that's that's a, a great compliment for that, I think. Um, it is now Geeks Corner Plus, however. So we are going to move in and start looking at the comments a little bit more in depth. I'm pulling up my Pixar list. Pull up your Pixar list as we get going this um, I do not have a Pixar list, so Katie will just have to do that for us. Um, Clocky is saying that you should do the train tour at Magic Kingdom. It's highly recommended. That is something so, I have always wanted to do. Um, in fact, I think if I could have like one thing I've never done at Walt Disney World to do, that would probably be pretty far up there. Um, all right. So do you want to talk about Pixar? And I'll, otherwise, I'll keep talking about trains. Sure. Um, and I will say I've never done the Grand Circle Tour at Magic Kingdom. Um the most I got, what is it? The Fantasyland Depot? Yeah, we there? walked up to it. No, um, no, no, no. We got off at the Fantasyland Depot because that was the night that it was 30 degrees. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We had to go buy a jacket. But they, they also do the train where you get to go backstage. And yeah, yeah. I was tour. just saying that that was oh, okay. the most that got it. I was. Okay. So anyway. Yes. So my bottom Pixar movie is The Good Dinosaur. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. The second from the bottom, I'm going to some feathers. Toy Story 4. That's also fair. And then it's Cars 2. And then what? Uh, Brave. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then it's A Bug's Life. See, and, I put A Bug's Life next, I think. And then it's Finding Dory. I do Bug's Life, then Finding Dory, then Brave. Um, and then continue to work my way up. Um, I have monsters. This is a little bit old, so I am missing some things. So bear with me. Maybe um, we should save this and do this on a full show. Yeah. Well, All right. So go to your top five. So my top five, my number one is up, unsurprisingly. Um, my number two is Coco. My number three is Ratatouille. Mm. My four is Monsters, Inc. And five is Inside Out. Those are good choices. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, um, so we'll come up with a list for both of us, and we'll talk about that on a future show. Um, I see Bailey said that Kenobi's over. It's Endor time, baby. Um, I agree. And at uh, Star Wars Celebration, we were able to get these awesome posters of Andor. I believe and there's still have one, one in my car for you, okay. Bailey. I love you. <laughs> yes. Today I killed a cockroach that was trying to get on that poster. Yes. It was in my car for some reason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm scared. Um, Clocky says the first Save Disney campaign was 1984. Correct. Second <laughs> Save Disney was 2003, 2005. And uh, both all by Roy Disney, um, if I recall correctly. And oh, I see new comments coming in. Don't forget Wally. Uh, Wally is my number six. Oh, so you are close to the top. Yes. That uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's it's very funny. Um, I actually, it's so funny. I have never been able to find the link ever again. But um, I want to say right at the start of the pandemic. There was this um, this or that generator type thing, and so you picked for Pixar movies which one would you rather watch. So it'd be like, oh, do you, would you rather watch Toy Story? Oh, 4 so it helped you get your. Up? And then at the end, it based on your answers generated a list. We for need you. to find that. I've never been able to find it again. If you know where it is, let us know, and we'll do that. And that would be because it that'd be very helpful. It was so nice, and I was like, oh, you know what? I would rather watch The Incredibles over whatever movie. Oh, okay. I was waiting to hear what it was. I was intrigued. All right. Very cool. Uh, other cool thing that happened. Screen America. I, I do think that might have to happen at some point. Cloggy and I were messaging, texting the other night when we found out that Great America is closing in the next 11 years. I'm going to bet it's the next five or six years if I had to make a guess. But um, that should probably happen sooner rather than later. We do have a P.O. box. You can find it on the website if you want to send anything. Um, if 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 you were to look above us, you would see we have postcards from Clocky all over, which um, always is fun to look at as we're getting right ready there. for the show there and all the way across over there too. And, right there. and um, yes, and that's fun. Uh, that's fun. It is fun. <laughs> um, Katie, what should people do? To go to AppsMagic.com, check out all the Disney and Geek News as it happens. Not only should you support your local post office, you should support your local Daps Magic and find us on Patreon. That is true. And if you go to Patreon right now, you can see the interview I did with Disney legend Andreas Deja. That is up there. And uh, we will have it out in the next few days along with an article. And uh... I looked at Deanna. Oh, okay. I don't know where she is, but I believe you. Um, but that art, that interview is up there. It was a great time, and I'll have an article up on that in the next few days as well. Oh, now I see her. That's funny. And uh, but <laughs> she is a weird dog. Remember, I said Gonzo. That's the thing. We'll put that on the uh, Geeks Corner. Of course, she stopped. Oh, she stopped. There, she's doing it again. There you go. There you go. That was. We're gonna put that on Patreon. Find out what Tiana was doing <laughs> on our Patreon later tonight. <laughs> Um, anyway, that is all the time that we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.